0: In today's episode, we will learn how domestic violence victims and survivors are navigating during the pandemic. Peace and blessings, everyone. This is Elegant Granny, your creator and host of the Proactive Eye Podcast. Did you know I was a published author? Yes, Your Granny Forever is published. The title of the book is Love's Celebration and it is a book of 30 days of poetic affirmations you can use to be mindful of how great you were created. There is also a Love's Celebration workbook that support you with prompts asking questions for you to consider as you are on your journey of loving and respecting yourself more. You can find these items on my link tree. I'll be sure to leave the link for you in the show notes and on the blog so you can get your copies today. I'm also an upcoming co-author in an anthology scheduled to publish August 1st this year called You Can, which is an inclusion of 33 inspirational stories with 32 other authors supporting you with positivity for your life. The link to the interview is also on the blog for you to enjoy. And now to the show. Last week's episode was about reasons I include suicide prevention as a topic on this podcast. It was discovered that victims and survivors of abuse are twice as likely to attempt suicide multiple times. This also includes murder-suicide in the context of abuse. The link to last week's show will be in the show notes and on the blog. This week's focus is about the navigation of domestic violence victims and survivors during the pandemic. Today's episode is not as solution-based as the others because I really want you to think and empathize what it is living with an abuser and cannot get away due to circumstances such as the pandemic of 2020. When it became necessary for our country to ask us to practice distancing and closing businesses I immediately thought about how this decision would affect those I serve. I am a restoration strategist supporting individuals transitioning from a life of abuse to a life of restoration, using strategies to support them repairing their thought pattern of how they feel about themselves, rebuilding their self love with tangible actions and assist them creating action plans, restoring them to abundant mindfulness while recovering. In addition, I also provide educational tools for the supporters, some of them are friends and family, of the survivors in the area of mindfulness, receptivity and trust building to increase the likelihood of successful restoration of those transitioning from abuse. Since the beginning of the pandemic, calls on the domestic violence hotline have decreased due to being locked in with the abuser even when calls are made and pre arrangements to get away are created a lot of times the victims do not show up to the planned meeting areas because it is not safe enough to escape their abuser because they are at home more their phones may be taken away from them as a means of gaining more control fortunately there are some who have had not had their phones taken from them they are able to send messages to their supporters oftentimes in code now these codes are developed between the victim and their supporter so no one knows what is said except the two who created the language for those not able to get to a phone are a- are having to be more creative to be as safe as possible for themselves as well as the children living with them in case you are not aware of it shelters now have less accommodations for victims during the pandemic and friends and family are not as willing to open their homes because no one is sure who has the Rona and who does not. So the search for someplace safe to go is tedious. Victims and their children are more exposed to violence now that they are home with their abuser more, meaning they are now more susceptible to even greater activities of abuse such as coercions, threats, punishments, and yes, I mean punishments as if the victims are not the whole grown men and women they really are, and also experience being blamed more for things out of their control. For instance, the coronavirus. Sounds crazy, but so are the lives of the victims who live through the horrific experience. Now let us go back to these activities I was just talking about. Coercion or coercive control is a strategic form of ongoing oppression and terrorism used to instill fear. The abuser will use tactics such as limiting access to money or monitoring all communication as a controlling effort. While this form of abuse is illegal in some countries, including the UK, since 2015, it is not considered illegal in the United States unless a crime has been committed anyone can experience coercive control but it's often grounded in gender-based privilege between 60 and 80 percent of women seeking assistance for abuse have experienced coercive control now some examples of some of the activities called coercive examples of intimidation are making you afraid by using looks actions, or gestures, smashing things, destroying property, abusing pets, displaying weapons. And some of the examples of threats are making and or carrying out threats to hurt you, threatening to leave, commit suicide, report you to the police, making you drop charges, making you do illegal things. And some examples of the sexual coercion are manipulating or making threats to get sex, threatening to take children away, getting you drunk or drugging you to get sex, and also repeated, repeatedly making sexual advances after you've said no. So Granny, what is the motive of asking us to think about how victims are dealing with life during the pandemic? Well, I'm glad you asked. October is coming soon. That is the month delegated to spread more awareness about intimate partner violence known as domestic violence. But there are some things you can do now before October gets here. Locate and develop a relationship with your local YWCA and find out the different programs you can get involved with to help you with a greater understanding of what goes on in an abusive relationship and what you can do to help someone as they are transitioning out. You can also look ahead for coming activities in your area, spreading awareness of intimate partner violence or domestic violence and attend those events. These events have great resources to help you be aware and be on alert for signs and symptoms of abuse. And the last thing I suggest is you can check on your neighbors, family and friends more often. You're ne- you never know what they're going through. More information on this topic will be discussed further in the month of October. If you or someone you know are experiencing abuse, here are a few things you can do. If you are in immediate danger, call star 911. You can also call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 if you are unable to speak safely text love is that is l-o-v-e-i-s and that is all caps you can text that to the number one eight six six three three one nine four seven four Hopefully, I have said something in this episode to help you be mindful of some things we are facing with victims and survivors of intimate partner violence as they are navigating during the pandemic. You are a great asset in this world, and it is especially important after a life of any form of abuse to see a physician and a mental health specialist to help you excel as you recover. Let me know in the voice message on the Anchor app or by email at proactiveye at gmail.com some things you do to help you recover. I would love to hear your story and get your perspective on why those things are valuable to you. If you are a concerned citizen and would like to know more about what's going on and how to support victims and survivors of abuse, follow the links in the show notes or on the blog as your guide. Feel free to email me at proactiveeye at gmail.com with comments, questions, or concerns you would like addressed. It has been a pleasure sharing with you today. All links to connect with me and free resources are in the show notes. Feel free to download episodes and take advantage of the free resources provided. You can visit the Proactive Eye blog at bit.ly forward slash PEPodcast blog. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash P-E podcast blog. You can also connect with Proactive Eye on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is at Proactive Eye and also on Facebook. The handle is at Proactive Eye Podcast. This has been your host, Elegant Granny. Thank you for your support and visit again. And remember, healing is a continuous process, not a one-shot deal. Much love, peace, light, and healing vibes, family. Stay tuned next week as I open for discussing community involvement in a domestic violence situation.